How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Scott Selwood from the coaching staff at Collingwood. Scott, great to have you on AFL Nation. G'day, guys. How are you going? <laughs> Tell us how the words of Ed Langdon uh, resonated through the club at all today. Uh, oh, you can tell me what they are. I've missed them, mate, to be honest with you. Have you really missed them? Uh, choice of words, mate. Yes, I, I yes. might be deciding. <laughs> no, we're really comfortable with how we're going and what we're doing. I mean, it's a massive challenge for us tonight, obviously. They're going really well. And uh, we saw it a couple of weeks ago. And even against Geelong, I thought I was watching it back just recently that uh, their first quarter was really strong. So it's more so if we can just get on top of them early and, uh, and try and control the game a little bit. Having one trick is fine if it keeps on winning, Scott. Oh, yes and no. I mean, I think we've got different ways to, to try and access a, a winning game for us. Like I, I do believe that uh, we have let sides back in. We've had big momentum swings, but at the same time, that's just the growth of the group, of a young group, and um, we're really comfortable that we're, we're putting things in place to try and prevent that and stop that. Although we are coming up against a side that we've seen in a grand final can uh, swing momentum very quickly, and, uh, and they can do it uh, from three or four centre bounces and games back on their terms. We're interested in... Um the selection of Brayshaw. Um, did you see that one coming or were you expecting that uh, Harms would come into the side? Oh, it's an interesting one. I mean, it depends how deep you want to look into it. I probably think if he's he's a passionate midfielder from what I believe and uh, and if he signs a six-year deal, it probably be, I've got a belief that potentially he's he wants to play midfield time. So it probably pushes one of their other mids out and forces another guy back into the back line. So that's probably where I think that one lies personally. But I'm just speculating, to be honest with you. Scotty, on your system and setup, how does the dynamics change? And is there a role to fill there? Not that you can replace the Taylor Adams, but his absence. I mean, he's such, such a different character the way he goes about it. Yeah, he is. We're going to miss him tonight. He's a bull, and it's probably that energy inside that we're going to miss. Um, so we're going to try and do a few little things differently. I mean, we've got Joshy Carmichael that comes into the side, and he's really raw and different, and... He loves crash packs and he, he sort of um, sort of rips it or everything in between, to be honest with you. But he's doing a really good job of it and, and we love what he's bringing. So will he get centre bounce attendances? We're, we're gonna, at the moment, that's probably a, a, a weakness of ours. So we're going to try a little bit of everything. So we're going to have um, some guys in the back line try and play in there at times. Joshy Carmichael playing there. We'll make sure Josh Dacos get to, gets some centre bounce attendances. So uh, we're really looking for guys with really quick feet and the ability to be clean below their knees and... Um, and be strong in the contest, and we're still exploring what that best mix looks like going into finals. One of the when I'm looking, when I am looking at teams, I look at the balance, and you you kind of go for six, maybe seven forwards capable of getting you to about 14 goals. You know, one on the bench to rotate through, one might drift to centre, or, or one or two. You actually have a team which could run any one of I think 11 players through the forward line with potency. And we try and change it up too. Obviously, we've pushed Nick forward a few times and um, and that that's obviously a strength of ours when he's gone there. He's had really big influences and uh, whether teams start taking him or not, I'm, I'm not too sure what it looks like tonight for Melbourne, but um, there's probably just the differences of the way we play too. We try and play a little bit faster. Hopefully, we play a little bit faster than what Freo did. We probably thought they were a bit too slow, uh, a bit, bit too straight line against what you need to do against Melbourne. Now, that opens you up back the other way, but... Um, that, that's just the risk you have to take to beat a really good side. There are so many ifs on the whiteboard, yeah. if we can, in various areas. What is the if with 
Lever and Stephen May. <laughs> yeah, that, that if was discussed and debated for a long time. We, we need to change the angles as much as possible. And I thought Geelong did a good job of getting the ball off the line really quickly. So change their reference point as much as possible. Um, and, and just play a little bit more daring and, and just have a go at them. And more so, you know, he might be even kicking the ball along the ground inside 50 if there's a spare back there. It's, it's little things like that that the imperfections of the way we try and play. And obviously, you've seen it with Richmond in the past that. Uh, that Fly and Leper have probably brought across that we try and play really imperfect and that's perfect for us. Scotty, can I ask you about the, the makeup of the coaching panel, which, you know, which you're a part of? You talked about Leper and, and, uh, and, and Bolts, who are pretty different characters, I would imagine. How, how does it all fit together? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Like, you've got a guy that's um, very structured and in Bolts and then you got the crazy cat in Leper that's um, he's sort of uh, a bit fiery and, and can sort of fire from the hip at times, but at the same time, he's really measured and calm in what he does. And those guys, I can't help but feel that um, the differences in all our coaching group at the moment, uh, it, it sort of helps the players relate or, or has the ability to try and um, connect with different guys of all different levels. And, and I feel like we're seeing guys shine because of that. So. Um, it's a, it's a, Fly's done a really good job putting it together. He adopted myself and Hayden Skipworth, but at the same time, I feel like we've connected really well. What age were you, Scotty, when you were able to beat your brother, your little brother, convincingly? Oh, mate, I, I still don't know if I can do that now, to be honest with you. So that's, yeah. Well, I, what age was he when he started beating you? Well, he's older than me, so I'm the oh, youngest. Right. So it's, it's I've got the wrong. Yeah, have, I've well, got the wrong birthday. We grew up a little bit, so it was really Joel and I versus Troy and Adam. So that was a challenge for us. So it was about 14, 15, and Troy and Adam were always pretty scrawny fellas. So we, uh, by the time we just started weights, although they were AFL players, we pushed them off the ball pretty quickly. <laughs> he's, he, he's it, I mean, he's a blood to be unbelievably proud of, isn't he? He's been incredible. He's had a really good journey and, and where their journey takes them this year is going to be interesting to see. Obviously, we've got a part to play of trying to prevent them from uh, potentially winning a premiership, hopefully. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's done a fantastic job. He should be really proud. Oh, we're proud of as a family. But, um, yeah, I can't help but feel that uh, he, he doesn't want his journey to be done until there's a premiership cup at the end of it. And could you tackle him in the backyard, Scott? Yeah, I was always better, mate. you just got to make sure you go at the hips, not the shoulders with us. <laughs> so that's always the trick. Good on you, Scott. Good to have you with us. Thanks, Hello. guys. Cheers. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.